Welcome to the Dr. B Show, sponsored by 111 Spa and Aesthetics. For season one, I'm speaking with Hispanic professionals and leaders in HR and business, all with the purpose of giving back to our communities. Enjoy today's episode. Hi, Dr. B, Dr. Hyra Borja, and welcome to another edition of the Dr. B Show. This week, I have the honor of having my great friend, Dr. Melissa Baralt from One Dr. B to the other. <laughs> As I mentioned during the episode, uh, she's great. She's a president of Better Be Than Me. She's a president of Chicaucus, a professor at Berkeley College, and she's also on the education committee and a fellow Prospanica committee member. So I'm excited to have Dr. Marissa Baralt here on the Dr. B Show. Enjoy the ride. And don't forget, guys, if you're interested in becoming a networking guru and understanding how to lead you and how to prospect, how to fill that top of the funnel, please, 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 please check out Transforming Your Way to Success, the course that was just released on September 22nd, and I become a networking guru. Take care. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Dr. B Show. I'm your host, Dr. B, Dr. Hyra Borja, speaking to another Dr. B, Dr. Melissa Baralt. How are you? Hola. <laughs> How are you hey, doing? Hey, everyone. We can no, start it's, a- a coincidence. it's a coincidence <laughs> that you say Dr. B because, you know, everybody knows the, the, the organization that I formed, the company that I formed is B Better Than Me. So because yeah. my name means honeybee, right, Melissa? Yeah. And my last name is B, so I'm like B. So the bees follow me. Here we go. There you go. Here we go. I'm then following right? you now. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for being on my show today. So let's get right to it. So how'd you get into the sciences? So, it, and it's a great question. And especially now in the day and age with STEM and so many things with um, trying to promote the minorities in the sciences. So originally I wanted to be a medical doctor. I was like, I'm going to go to med school and I'm going to do what I have to do. But chance, opportunity, and great mentorship is what really got me, you know, to look at the sciences as a possible option, as a viable option for careers and for um, just for the you know, benefication of myself. So originally I went to Montclair State University, big ups to the Red Hawks, right? I went (laughs) up to Montclair State University and I did a biology major with a minor in chemistry. And I knew that I wanted to be something in biology. I just didn't know what. And it seems like a lot of students and I'm noticing the same trend. And I know that people who work with younger students will say the same thing. A lot of students either commit to medical school, dental school, or like ophthalmology school or PA. But I didn't want to do that. I knew I wanted to stay in the sciences, but I didn't want to do that. So that's when I found out about research and I was able to, you know, form part of a scholarship program that got me through. And that's how I ended up in the sciences. Nice, nice. Great point. Great point. Um, how do how do us Latinos in, uh, go from the bench to the classroom or, or, or students in general from the bench to the classroom? Another great question. And I, and I want to say that, you know, it's very imperative that we focus on facts. And when I tell people what, what the facts are, they're always like appalled at the fact that in the United States, you know, Latino population, we're about 300 million people in the United States, right? Let's say. And out of that, probably 56 million or something, an estimated 56 million are Latinos. And out of that 56 million, one to less than 2% actually get um, advanced degrees in the sciences, which is why there's such a strong push for the STEMs 
and for people to yeah. be interested in STEM technology, engineering, and math. Yeah. And I just really think it's important that we promote not just, you know, get your high school degree, not just, you know, get your bachelor's. No, go all the way, become a doctor, you know, get your PhD in the medical sciences because we need more faces like us on the boards of these tables, on, you know, making decisions for the rest of the people that are coming up because that's what it's about, right? Handing yeah. down our legacy, yeah. you know, as such. So I think it's important. I mean, and, and it's really interesting because a lot of times the Latinos, we get discouraged because unfortunately we have other things at home. You know, some of us have to work while we're in school or we have, you know, yeah. other needs that really don't manifest themselves in other, you know, populations. But for us, you know, we have to help mom. We have an aging grandma at home. I mean, it happens on and on. Yeah. And, and it's important to keep this, this mentorship facade, you know, this, this thing that we need strong mentorship and what better mentor than, you know, us, you, Dr. B, Dr. B, yeah. you know, once you're, once you're up and at it, yeah. be a mentor and be a support system for so many young people that are coming up on the line. Great you point. Know? Great point. Great point. Uh, when I, when I did my doctor, it was about scholars standing on other scholars' shoulders. It kind of reminds you of that, that saying. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Um, how'd you, how do you know, how do you know that you found a niche or niche or tomato, tomato, niche or niche, niche? <laughs> so, uh, you know, I started at Berkeley college and then I ended up, um, coming back to the original school that, that inspired me, which was Montclair State University. It was sort of like a give back. And I decided to go back to Montclair State University to do what, for those students, what someone did for me over there. Mm -hmm. And so I realized that the more I did, the class was called Senior Seminar in Biology. And I prepped students to go from their bachelor's to their master's, to their doctorates, to their dentists, to their, you know, odontology, to their ophthalmology degrees. And I noticed the more I did that, the more students started to kind of flock and ask questions. And I noticed the questions were all the same. You know, how do I do it? What kind of package do I need to prepare? How do I do a personal statement? What is the importance of a resume? How do I interview? The same kind of remnant questions. And I figured that, wow, there's a missing link to keep these students in school and to keep them motivated so that they do finish their programs and do what they have to do afterwards. There has to be some sort of a, you know, like a preparatory um, kind of feel, a, a person that helps people get their packages ready. Yeah. So that's why I always tell people, I'm like UPS. I package you and I send you out. Right. And so <laughs> we don't really think about that. We think it's easy to say, you know, I just want to do med school. I'll just go to med school. And it's like, it's not easy. It literally takes a year and a half to get ready and prepare the paperwork but us done it already and right. have failure we learn, learn lessons everything is a lesson learned yeah, so no. just to get back and, and and find that group of, of kids that's coming up this new generation you know not all of them are technological and you know into gaming some of them want to still be doctors and some of them still want to stay in sciences and some of them want to do research and some of them want to do you know qualitative analysis yeah. and we have to sharpen them and keep them interested in those fields there's so many little of us that are actually doing that no great points great points so when you work with students what are you what are you what's your biggest focus so my biggest focus is inner i always tell them if you don't work on the inner You'll never manifest greatness on the outer. So I, you know, try to make them find their strengths. What are your strengths? What is your resilience? What is your factor five? What is, 
what is the thing that makes you you? Because everyone is unique to something. You know, we can't all be good at everything and we can't all be good at the same thing. So everyone has something that, you know, complements their 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 learning capacity, that complements their um, their rigor and what they want to do. And it's all about lifestyles. So I really sit with students and analyze, you know, what kind of lifestyle do you want to live before I even start to work with a person? What kind of lifestyle do you want to live? How do you want to wake up in the morning and how do you want to feel about what what it is you're doing and if the answer is you know i'm an intense person i like rigor and i like waking up in the morning and i like you know neurosurgeon is kind of along the field of you know rigor and intensity right if the answer is hey i like to be laid back i really enjoy you know speaking to different people and i really have a connection with people once i speak to them well you might want to look at you know the possibility of being you know into sales pharmaceutical sales or being a uh, a person that controls um experiments because mm-hmm. even that is a field that no one even knows about i think right. the, the main problem with with um helping people is that a lot of people don't know what they're looking for and that's the got it how do you motivate students to find their path can you hear me? Yes. How do you how do you motivate students to find their path? You know, and that's a great question. And it's it's a it's a mixture of you know having family by their side and having faith. You know, faith in the in in the fact of, that there are things bigger than us that can help us if we have faith. You know, I don't know whether it's. God, whether it's Allah, whether it's Buddha, whatever, but to have that principle of faith and family together, that's what really helps, you know, grow and cultivate an individual. Because once you work on the inner and you have the inner figured out, the outer, I'm not saying it'll come easy, but the outer will will be manifested better because you're so sure of the path you want to take. And so I believe in, you know, family lighting the torch. So, you know, maybe it's, and I always say this to people, I have here, I have all these years of of schooling and, and my best lessons came from my grandmother who didn't even, you know, never even stepped inside of school. So, you know, you you can always learn from people that are doing it, that have the experience and have the good faith to help out, you know, and that's how I teach people, you know, always, always have a teaching moment, always learn out of every moment, take something out of every moment, you know. Yeah, no. It's important. I agree. I agree. Hi, Dr. B here. Are you struggling to get rid of stubborn fat but don't want to have plastic surgery? 111 Spa and Aesthetics Non-Invasive Slimming Massage can help you get the body you always wanted. 111 Spa and Aesthetics can also help you when it comes to cellulite treatments and body contouring massage. 111 Spa and Aesthetics offers a full range of skincare services, including facials, acne, scar treatments, skin tightening, microdermaspiration, and more. 111 Spa and Aesthetics are trained professionals with extensive skincare experience and utilize only the best equipment possible. For more information, please visit their website at www.111aesthetics.com. That's one O N E. L E V E N spa 
aesthetics.com located at 10 East Munaki Road in Hackensack, New Jersey, 07601. And to make an appointment, don't miss out. 201-520-1777-201-520-1777-111 Spa and Aesthetics. Tell me about better, uh, be better than me. Tell me about that. So once I started helping students, I said, okay, so now I have to devise a plan because what's happening is I was, I was starting to get a bunch of students just, you know, help me get into school. Help me, you know, how do I get a better job? How do I get a promotion? How do I get, you know, how do I get, how do I market myself and brand myself better? How do I do this? How do I, and I said, you know, I have to kind of think of strategy and plan and I have to really put it in place so that when I work with people, I just go automatically, generically down the list and then it, it you know, it's a natural flow and I can help people and help myself while I'm helping them because the trick is, if I help you become a doctor, and then I'm looking for help for one of the new people coming up. And I already have a connect for a student to shadow a doctor. Right. You know, and so it's all about giving back. You know, in Spanish, bless you, honey. In Spanish, we say, you know, manos que dan reciben. And it's yeah. so true. You know, for we sure. really need to learn to, we really need to learn to, um, to um, give back, give back and not be so interested in taking, rather give back because once you show someone a grain of empathy and you're able to help and understand and place yourself in their shoes, they remember that, you know, and, and you can think about it yourself. You, you remember people that helped you along. Yeah, the way. You, absolutely. You never forget these people. Yeah, I, I agree. hundred you know, percent. I still, and, and I'm just, still in touch with them today. They reach out to you and, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And if they reach out to you and say, Hey, Dr. B, I need a, you know, I'm doing a campaign for a, a young woman that wants to travel to Argentina to become a doctor. Will you pitch in? I'm sure you'll yeah, pitch in. Uh, you know, like absolutely. it's just that spirit of, you gave me and I want to help you. And that's, right. I, I try to keep that alive as best possible. Absolutely. You kind of touched on this uh, a few minutes ago, but, but I just wanted to hear it again. Uh, why want to get Latinos educated? And, 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 I, and I touched it, you know, it's like in the sciences, less than 1%. In engineering, we're getting up there. Um, in mathematics, it's even lower. You know, we have to really push not only just the minimal, but just all the way, the optimal, get it done, you know, and, and really help people that have obstacles, overcome the obstacles and really maintain focus in what they need to be focused on, you know, maintain focus in, in, in wanting to do better for our families, for our community, because now, you know, you have a person that, you know, sat in the city, went, got educated in that city. And now they're giving back to that city. They're living in that city. So much like myself, who, you know, I, I grew up in New York, but I live in Patterson. And now, you know, I live in Patterson and I've been able to help this community as best I can. So I serve as chair on the board of the Alcohol Beverage Commission for the city of Patterson. And I think that's, you know, that is how I leave behind a legacy for my children that I'm making you know, the community better um, by doing the work. It's, it's got to be done. I mean, it's not easy. And if it were easy, guess what? Everybody would do it. Not everybody's right. going to do it. Right. Right. So we are just committed to, you know, and I always tell students, you want to know how to be better? Go to your local community chapter and find out what needs to get done. There's stuff in every community that everyone can participate in and can do. And can, it can start small. You know, maybe there's a nonprofit that has a small endeavor that you can join 
causes with. So I'll give you an example. I have in Patterson a nonprofit uh, sisterhood. Her name is uh, Melanie Holmes, and she has a, a nonprofit called Fly Women's Network, right? And I help her out with her endeavors. And what she does is she helps women who are, you know, coming out of prison, and she helps them find resources so that they don't they don't become repeat offenders. So that it's to reduce recidivism rates in um, inner city youth. And I've been able to help her something simple, like, hey, we need toiletries for the women that are coming out of jail. And I was able to do a toiletry drive, you know, and, and help her, you know, just help these women. So there's always something to do in the community. And there's always something to keep us enthralled and, and motivated and, and, and just, you know, informed and engaged as best we can, you know, to keep it going and pay it forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. So on top of uh, getting involved with the community, do you think a bachelor's degree is enough? I don't think it's enough. I think it's good. I think it's good. And, 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 and let me, let me correct myself because that doesn't mean that only people with bachelors can do things. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that we need to push this. Also, we need to push, you know, that people can go to trade school. People can be good at their fields, but never leave education behind because it seems like, you know, the main, um, the main component is, oh, can you get a job? Can you work? Are you, are you, are you work ready? And that shouldn't be the only component. You know, you can, you can have a plan to be this ultimate, you know, person, you know, that's educated. You have all the components, you're a credentialed, you're a credentialed and you're a certified, a certified, you know, professional in your own right. Whether that's a doctor, whether that's a welder, hey, you're the best welder there is. Um, Whether that's, you know, a mechanic person, whatever it is to kind of keep that motivation. And even if you're in trade school, guess what? You keep learning, you keep getting certifications, you keep going. Even if you have a bachelor's, you keep going, you move, you, 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 you motivate and you keep going. You motivate and you keep going. You, you yeah. have to keep it moving for yeah, the no. next generation above. Remember, kids will never remember what you said, but they'll remember what you did. And right. that goes for everything. No, agreed, agreed, so, absolutely. Absolutely. Great point. Um, big question. Uh, how do we begin to manifest professional Latinos? For example, like organizations like Prospanica, where we help Hispanics with scholarships and you make that connection, connecting with Fortune Finder. get out of my mouth. So, so, you know, we have an organization that's wonderful, like Prospanica. You know, we have things that are available for Latinos who are interested in connecting with like-minded individuals. Right. That can come together and and be one for the purpose of, you know, succession, for the purpose of solidarity, for the purpose of, you know, we're all in this together. You know, we as a community have been taught about the importance of family and the importance of, you know, having congregation and being part of a community. And I think we need to start really connecting ourselves to people that are like minded to people that, you know, that are um, committed to their to excellence, to people that are committed to success of themselves and their children, because it goes generational, right? It's, it's yeah. that much bigger. And Prospanica is one of those, is one of those um, organizations that does that. You know, you pay a membership, and as a student, you get so much more out of a membership yeah. than a regular member. And as a member, now you become the, you know, we have the possibility of you becoming a mentor to the ones that are coming in. And that makes it so much better because it's like, you feel like you're not alone. You're not in a silo by yourself. We're out here 
trying to make a committed effort, a concerted effort to really go out there. Another organization I want to shout out is um, any, any mentor um, organization, which is America Needs You. So for anyone listening, um, any is fantastic. I just joined as a mentor coach and it's a mentoring organization where you can mentor um, students that are juniors and seniors and you can give them feedback and on a one-to-one basis. But the great thing about that organization is they actually train you as a mentor, how to be a better mentor. And they actually mm-hmm. give you the facilities and, and the tools that you need to be a better mentor so that you can get a good two year experience uh, working one-on-one with a student. And I think that's valuable. Yeah. You know, most of us wouldn't have made it here if it wasn't for great mentorship or yeah. people that helped us along the way. Agreed. Agreed. Last question. Where can people find you to hire you? <laughs> oh, no problem. Um, so I, and that's a good one, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so I, um, I'm actually, you know, you can find me on Facebook, Dr. Melissa Barral. Um, you tag me on everything. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, find me on gyro stuff. We're trending. Yeah. And yeah. You can find me on LinkedIn, Dr. Melissa Barral, uh, and you'll see me there um, with, you know, my little pink laser. Hello. <laughs> and you can find me on uh, social media as well, Facebook, um, under Be Better Than Me, LLC, and that's B like a B, like a bumblebee, right. um, B-E-E. <laughs> um, and, and on Instagram, um, I'm also involved, you know, I also uh, formed a nonprofit for women to call She Caucus, um, and and I'm pretty active on there too. So that's another um thing that I do. So just keep moving, keep yeah. motivating, yeah. and just keep positive because you never know if the en- the energy you give to someone is everything they have that day. Yeah. So just keep moving. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. All right, Doctor B. From one Doctor B to the other. Appreciate your time. <laughs> A otro nivel. Exactly. That's right. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you. God bless. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Dr. B Show, sponsored by 111 Spa and Aesthetics. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe and rate the show on your favorite platform.